He had green eyes. Or maybe not. The romantic lighting and the distance between us made it hard to tell. Whatever shade they were, every glance he gave me was heeded. No one had ever looked at me like that before. Sure, flirty winks, come-hither stares, eyes darting toward a back room. This man's gaze made me feel, hell, practically naked. He only looked my way every few minutes. He was hardly staring. Even so, his glances told me my clothes had disappeared. His hands were touching my body, his breath hot against my neck, his... Good God, Andrew. Go say hi already. I sucked in a gasp and ripped my focus from the man at the bar. He might not have been staring, but I was. I'd also been sitting with a fork full of cake lifted halfway to my mouth. I stuffed it in, praying my blush wasn't visible. But the heat radiating from my cheeks indicated God wasn't listening. A hard nudge on my arm caused me to drop the fork before I could return it to the table. It hit the china plate, which acted like a makeshift gong. Refusing to look and see if the man noticed, I glared at my dad. He simply grinned. Sorry, but seriously, introduce yourself. That man is smoking hot. My mother, sister, brother, and I all groaned. Well, he is. Mom frowned at him. Please don't make a scene. There's no need to ruin Lamont's birthday. Heather gave an identical curl of the lip as our mother. No need to ruin the china, either. It's ridiculous how much we have to spend on replacing broken dishes. Dad scoffed. Oh, please. I'm not ruining Lamont's birthday. I'm just trying to help my youngest son find some happiness. His voice lilted playfully. Whether for the night or for the rest of his life, who's to say? He made to stand up from the table. I'm going to ask him if he'd like some cake. My hand darted out on its own accord, and Dad winced a little. I tried to lessen my grip slightly. Dad, sit. He leaned toward me, lowering his voice to a whisper, at least more so. But son, he's gorgeous. Please, Dad, please. He looked back toward the bar, and knowing him, he'd make a break for it and drag me along. Desperate times. I almost felt bad for what I was about to do. Say, Lamont, did you tell Mom and Dad that you're going to try writing a gay romance instead of... Lamont's glare cut me off, but I'd already played my cards. Played them well, it seemed. Dad sank back into his chair and leaned toward my brother. Really? I've only been begging you to do that for the last five years. Just because you don't have a romance in real life doesn't mean you can't write one. That whole write-what-you-know-is-for-pansies. Lamont glowered at me a moment longer. Really? On my birthday? I grimaced and then shrugged. Do birthdays after 40 really matter? He rolled his eyes and turned to Dad. I'm not promising, Dad. I only mentioned it offhandedly to Andrew, which was stupid in retrospect. Well, you should do it. The market is growing by... I let their voices fade to a hum in the background, trying to focus anywhere else, on the cake, the chipped china, 
the ornately carved wood of the Victorian bar. I zeroed in on the man's green gaze again, or his zeroed in on mine. Green. I was pretty sure they were green. Though his eyes still promised pure sex, his expression had altered. A hint of a smile played at the corner of his lips, the first indication of anything other than heat and stone. Oh, dear God, how much of that had he heard? Definitely the fork drop, but maybe not my father commenting on how gorgeous he was? Repeatedly? But what did it matter? He was gorgeous, and he knew it. Had to. No one looked like that and wasn't aware of it. Unless they avoided mirrors. And this man definitely didn't.